Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Podcast, show 159, December 6, 2021. Dave, I uh, got my Christmas lights finally up. I, I saw you on Saturday afternoon after your curling match. You, you stopped by for a couple of beers and, and, a, and a bullshit uh, the Christmas lights were close to being done, but the, the trees are both decorated. One upstairs, one downstairs in the tavern. Uh, lights are done. Mess is cleaned up. I'm back in Medicine Hat now, but man, oh man, Christmas can get busy, can it? Oh, preach. Like, there's just always one more thing to do. You live busy lives, but then now you get the, into the festive season. It's just it's just a little bit busy and there's just always one more thing to do. And yeah. then if that, if that one more thing to do involves uh, dropping something off at a relative's house or, or popping in to see a buddy that, that ain't 10 minutes anymore. It's no. pretty easy to stretch that into a half hour, 45. And before yeah. you know it, it's beer, beer, beer there. And all of a sudden before you, yeah, like you said, in the, on Friday, we went to Fort McLeod, so watched the uh, concert that the uh, Empress theater was a great time. Did mom's tree and, and her lights there. So that was another afternoon. He just, uh, it was good, but it just, it gets away from you pretty quick. That's it's part of, uh, part of the season, part about being an adult, right? As a kid, you just let her fly and afternoon at the mall, get your shopping done and, and Bob's let your her, uncle. Yeah. And let her fly until Christmas morning. Anyways, Dave woke up yesterday to our more so this morning. And last night there was rumors abound that the Philadelphia Flyers and the and the Vancouver Canucks were going to make some changes. Um, we talked about it after the show the other night on Thursday about the Canucks and how poorly they're doing. And we didn't get to uh, to get to the bad stuff before they made a coaching change. Uh, they made a change today. Bruce Boudreau uh, in for Travis Green. They also fired, uh, what the heck's the GM's name? Doesn't matter. Dubas. Dubas? No, 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 no. He's in, he's in, uh, he's in Toronto. Uh, Jim uh, Benning, sorry, Jim Benning, Benning. Yeah, yeah, with his uh, slick black hair, they got rid of him last night uh, as well. Um, 
I find it an odd dual firing because usually when you fire a GM or a coach, you put a GM in first and he'll, he'll usually hire his coach. Uh, this time they don't have a GM. They got old Stan Smeal uh, being the interim president and coach or, or general manager. And they hired Brucey Boudreau, a uh, 66-year-old guy, uh, proven winner, uh, not much success in the playoffs, but he took a year-and-a-half deal uh, with the Canucks. Uh, Dave, it was uh, – you feel bad for Green – because this is, the, this is the team that the fans wanted, the team that the owner wanted, the players that they all wanted, and it just didn't work out. Uh, subpar performances right across the board in, in Vancouver, and Green takes the brunt of it because guys just aren't, aren't, aren't playing hard. It, uh, yeah, but, you know, who's you got to get the best out of your team. And, you know, I think the worst thing that ever happened to Vancouver was that, that year they, uh, they did all right in the, in the bubble. And especially with Thatcher Demko, they they had an upset or two. Did they take they took the 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 Knights to Game Six or Seven, and they showed real promise. They did, but you know that's that was obviously a one off because they yeah. they had some bad luck last year with the vid, and this year they just stink. Eight and fifteen on Saturday night. They played the Pittsburgh Penguins. They lost another game. I can't remember what the record is in the last twenty games. It's not good, obviously. Uh, fans were throwing jerseys on the ice, which I think is kind of ridiculous. But it got—I love it. You it know, got you, the, you... it got the owners thinking. Hey, and then the, the fans are yelling, "Fire, fire this guy, fire that guy!" And so they, they made a deal, and they, you know, they, they they got rid of the guys the next day because if the fans are because they uh, listen on the radio today, they had they have a homestand of. Uh, eight out of their next 11 or eight out of the next 10 at home. And all of a sudden you're, you're out of the picture and people wouldn't have been coming, but now they got Bruce Boudreaux, a good person. Now they got him as a coach. Now um, maybe fans will come, not going to guarantee any wins, but you know, if, if you're, if your fan base is upset with you, they aren't going to come. And that's where you make your money is, is on your, um, on your, your attendance. I understand that, but in today's NHL, especially in the Canadian markets, what percent our season ticket holders, 80? Because, you know, your walk-up, those tickets are already sold. You're at 80%. Yeah, whether it's corporate sales or private sales, it's a, it, you're, a lot of your tickets are sold. I, I like, There's a good, like, people are going or not, and, you know, you got your, like I said, corporate, that p- people don't go with the t- tickets sold. So it, um, but you need asses in the seats no matter what, uh, what part of the entertainment business you're in. You need asses in the seats. Yeah, no, I and I get it, and and I don't know how the the different uh, deals work. Like you must with the, all the merchandising, all the all the food sales, the beer sales. Like, did did they get a cut of that? Like, or because you know you go to any kind of arena right now, like a lot of the 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 food sales and what have you are obviously. Um, Rented out to some someone else. You have all the the chains. It's contracted out, but they they make they make yeah. a good percentage of it. Um, yeah, less asses in the seats, um, and you know you're not drinking as many beer um, when your team's losing every game as opposed to doing a little bit of celebrating. And the thing is with Vancouver, there's been a lot of disdain. They've been with Benning it was there for eight years, and they haven't like other than that bubble year, they haven't accomplished much at all. They have a fan base that's very fickle at the best of times. Um, out there and it's not the only game in town but it's the only game in town 
Uh, the white caps are picking up steam. We've talked about the MLS before. Um, the Lions are, it's the CFL, so whatever. Uh, not, not throwing shade at the CFL, but it's the only game in town. And if people don't, don't like the product, they ain't going to go. Yeah, they, they are a fickle base. And it, I, like, I, they're almost the it, worst fan base in, in Canadian sports, I, I personally think. Well, it, goes right, and, it goes right across the province of, of BC. As soon as you, you get into, into Sparwood, like we, we live in Lethbridge, you get into Sparwood, they're Canucks fans, which is yeah. weird because they're a long ways from Vancouver. But, you know, it's your town and you can't really cheer. I imagine they do have some, uh, some Canuck and, uh, sorry, some Flame and Oiler fans in, in BC, but I got to guess it's, you ain't going to cheer. For, why would you cheer for an Alberta team when you got one right here? And, you know, they, it's a long suffering fan base. They've, they've licked the jar a couple of times, came up short. They've lost two game sevens and then they riot idiots. You know, it's, 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 it, it must be some, something part of the, the Pacific coast that they no, just the Northeast. Cause um, the, the Seahawk fans don't riot when they lose, but they're a weird lot too. They're, they're violent fans. When I say violent, <laughs> They're all in and, you know, they'll get up yeah. in your grill when you tell them their team sucks and they'll tell you exactly why they don't suck. But, you know, it's, you know, it's me death protest too much, right? Just, huh? if you had this whole argument uh, laid out of how your team doesn't suck, then you must've taken some long, hard looks of a team that sucks. You know, we talked about it on Thursday night, Dave, about firing your coach and what good does it do? Your team's your team. And I, like I said earlier in the show tonight, do you find it odd that they would have fired the coach and the GM, bring an interim guy, get a new coach, a guy like Boudreaux, who's been around the block a few times, and then you're going to bring a new GM in who's more than likely going to bring in, bring in a new coach, and you have some of these players um, signed for six and seven years that are going to go through their fifth coach, some of these guys already. It's a mess there that the team, that, that, that Canucks owner Aquilini, he gets too too involved, and they, they don't have a like. Linden was there, and they got rid of him. It just seems to me to be a freaking mess, and they got no path forward. Like, like how long? There's, is there's Stan, no direction, right? Like, how long is Stan Smeal going to be a, the interim president? They're going to give him the job full time. Maybe it's but, time that they did. But if Mister Mister Canuck is Trevor Linden, they got rid of him too. What I, I don't. The, the Bujo signing makes absolutely no sense to me at all. Why wouldn't you bring up an assistant coach or the guy from your minors, like as opposed to signing this retread for um, a, a year, year and, and a half? half. Like, I, I don't get it. Like maybe Bujo himself um, sees himself turning this team around and signing for another five and, and seeing but what he can not do. the age of 66. I can't see it. Well, why not? Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's, you know, he, he, so he coached the only reason we know his name is because of Alex Ovechkin. That's it. Pretty right? close. And they, and they underperformed. Then he went to Anaheim and then Minnesota, and then Minnesota, Minnesota right? Big, and he did nothing there. Just and, whatever. and both these teams are doing better without him. Every team has done better without him. And so I don't, I don't see him as a visionary. I don't see, I just don't see him as an aspiring coach that's going to get more out of his players. So why not give that job to the, to an assistant on the bench? Um, let's play out the season. Then we'll, 
we're going to do a, a GM search. We're going to do a coach search, and then we're going to hopefully I mean, some, figure this something out. Something had to be done, obviously, because you can't get rid of all like we said. It, and you've been saying for, for the, the history of sports, you, you never get rid of 20 players and get rid of one coach, right? It just seems odd that they, they, made, they made that move. With uh, so now they're both lame duck. Now they got lame duck management, lame duck coaches for for the players that have, like I said, long term deals. It doesn't make any sense to me that why they would do that. Zero. Like, yeah, sure, fire him, but don't don't sign someone like Boudreaux for a year and a half. I don't I don't get that at all. Now you now you're telling free agents you're gonna have another new coach in a year and a half, and then, then what do we do? And another, and we don't know the direction we're going because we don't still. have a GM. Flyers also made a change. Didn't do them much good today. They lost, I think, seven four to Colorado. Uh, that team's in a mess, man. Like, and they got some, they got some high priced talent. That's nine in a row that they've lost. Uh, Alain Vigneault. Now they got to pay for another coach. They, they, they just promoted from within. They put a uh, former Blues coach uh, Mike Yo in charge. Interim tag put on him. Jeez, um, that Flyers team. It used to be a graveyard for goaltenders. Now it's turning into a graveyard for coaches. They just don't have it. Like, it's just – the last time they had any success was when they lost to, I think, it was Chicago in the 2010. Yeah, with Pronger. Yeah. The 2010 um, playoffs there and uh, in the finals. And they haven't done much since. We're 2021 already, going on 2022. Man, that Flyers team hasn't had a whole bunch of success in, in, in my lifetime. No. Well, couple no, of, well couple they, of playoff, they, couple of playoff runs with Hextall against the Oilers and that, this and that. But in general, man, they've had a rough go there. Yeah, middle of the pack. Like, I, I would guess since Minnesota has had just as much, if not more, success, success than them. And, you know, when you – the Flyers are a storied franchise. They they have history. And, you know, maybe this is just the hockey gods giving it back to them for winning the Cups the way they did in the 70s. <laughs> With the uh, Broad Street Bullies and Bobby Clark and Dave the Hammer Schultz and everything else because – yeah, those are some rough and tumble teams. I've never been to Philly. I've heard it's a, it's a, it's a I know it's a very passionate sports town. It just, it, that's another, now, now they have, uh, they're going to be paying for another coach because they gave, Vignon just signed a contract. He's got three plus years and I think five million bucks. They got to pay the coach. I know money's nothing to these guys and these franchises, but man, when you're, you're spending that kind of money on guys who aren't around, um, that's got to be a kick in the pills. Oh, it's it has to be just frustrating because like I wonder like you know as a coach you like a, as an ex coach just texting every once in a while with your your feet in the sand and a corona in your hand like yeah thanks boss those things in Philly yeah thanks man <laughs> yeah here's another five million bucks five million bucks five million bucks you know that's it's generational money and to make your life quite uh, quite simple. I, I, I just don't know, like we talked about the other night, and you always threw it in my face about how the, you know, the Craig Barubes of the, of the world and the, um, who else was it that uh, Stanley Cup champions uh, after a coaching change. But these two teams are so far behind already, they think they're ahead. Will a St. Louis thing happen with either, either of these teams, Dave, you think? Uh, Philly before Vancouver. Vancouver's just, they're, they're a man without a face. They have no direction, no identity. And, and I think they've gotten quite used to losing. And that's a bad thing when complacency sets in and like, oh, fuck, another day in the rink. Let's well, go that's, to, the, like 
that's the thing you get with these teams who just are consistently mediocre and they make the playoffs, they just make the playoffs, they make the playoffs, lose in the first round, and then they don't get a draft pick. They can't build from within. And you don't get team, you don't get the free agents to sign there because, well, the guys you have are the guys you have, and free agents aren't going to sign there because we don't have a big chance to win. Being mediocre, man, that, that's tough because you're going to be mediocre for a long time. And how many mediocre teams are up against it with the cap as well? Like, I, I, I don't think Vancouver has really a lot of money to play with. I don't think any agents. team does, Dave. We should do a little research on that. I don't think many teams have a bunch of room because, you know what, $5 bucks is a player. It's a fourth liner, a third liner. That's yeah. it. And, there's, not, and there's not much there. No, so yeah, it's, it's it's become a little bit like football where you have to actually have draft picks that pay out that that pan out, and so you can have a couple of cheap deals on the on the books to make room to sign that that free agent and and maybe this one two year guy, the seasoned veteran, to help you out. That's just it, and you and the team you got at, at, at started trade because there's not many blockbuster deals that happen because you you would have to trade dollar for dollar and or get teams to eat contract but the contracts are so this is what we got so you're trading a four million dollar guy for a four million dollar guy you don't have any money to play with so the team you got it coming out of training camp you better hit hit the ground running because your job depends on it and it, the team you pick the gm and the coach have to be a, a cohesive unit to make it work because it can go south quick i've seen, I've seen in philly and, and vancouver right now yeah like i don't know i think expectations were fairly high for them at, for both those franchises to at least make the playoffs but when you're taking dumps all over your your park, then you know it's you got to do something because once the fan base becomes disillusioned and and kind of gives up on the team, um, that's when the billionaires actually do take notice because they're not in it to make money, but they certainly they don't like losing money. No, like, like they're in the business to make money. I mean, that's just that's just it. Unless you got so much, you're like whatever. But even then, they don't become billionaires by losing money all the time. Anyways, Dave, it should be interesting to see how the rest of the season ends up. Uh, that's the first two coaching casualties of the year. I'm sure it won't be the last uh, the last two because um, there's coaches sitting there. Uh, is Torch going to get a job this year? I'm surprised he didn't end up in, in Philly. Why not? Or is yeah. the NHL just sick of his act? Maybe, maybe. And you know, with him too, like he. Maybe he's kind of – I can see him – there would be – he doesn't want any job. Like, the fact that he slugged those four or five years out in Columbus, and, you know, and he, he, he has to have the right situation. I imagine he sees himself as possibly being the guy that can take a middling team and pushing them over the top and, and, yeah. and making a run uh, a la St. Louis style. But he he's not taking a job just for the sake of a job. Like he's he's obviously a smart man. Yeah. I can't I can't I I know he's Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner has enough money in the bank to to retire comfortably and now he gets to spout off on espn and 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 give his opinion and and with a lot less pressure the league's better with him in it there's no doubt about that anyways uh yeah it's gonna be a, a interesting next uh, few months till the nhl season rolls on talk a little now bit that, about hey, uh, some, go ahead sorry dave well now that torch is a member of the media do you think him and brooksy are getting along now I wouldn't think so. I don't know much about Brooksy, but I'm pretty sure that Brooksy probably is like, fuck you, man. You made my life hell for how long? Brooksy. And now, and now you get to sit in a, in a booth and, and spout off and, spout and off. tell everybody how nothing. How yeah. smart you are. See, that's the thing about, about athletes and, and ex-coaches who get it, get into it. You're just spouting off now, and you're doing everything that, that you hated about the the journalist, the journalist or anything else. Like, now you're just saying stuff that is so nondescript. They might as well have a four beer podcast. There you go. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, after 12, 13 games, some teams have in right now. Uh, there's only about five or six teams that are actually out of it. Uh, it'll get uh, whittled down a little bit after next week's games and everything else, but the NFL has got it figured out where they have meaningful games pretty much right to the end. Teams making the playoffs because it's such a short season compared to a uh, Cincinnati Reds-Pittsburgh Pirates game in the middle of August, which two teams are going nowhere. The NFL has got it figured out for sure with uh, adding the extra game, 17 games now. And like I said, with only five or six teams that are completely out of a, a playoff spot now with no hope, um, it sets up for an exciting, uh, an exciting last uh, month of the season. The only team I, I saw it, uh, the only team that is officially eliminated is the Houston Texans. They are out. But obviously, we can put Jacksonville and the Jets in with that. And, and Detroit. And, and Detroit. I don't know how Houston can be officially out before Detroit, but obviously, there's maybe a yeah, number of games in the division, everything else. But it's, uh, it, it sets up to be a, a, a great uh, a finish to the season. Dave, I, on that note, though, you, you just see some mediocre football. Yesterday, I, I was uh, watching the, nine, the Niners and Seahawks game. The Seahawks aren't good. The Niners are okay. And the Niners just couldn't put it all together. Garoppolo's just, like, just okay. Like, he's just okay. He's just okay. He can have good games. And he can have bad games, but he never has great games. They don't win because of him. They win in spite of him more often. Uh, it's it's such a tough game to play. And, and the playing field, the, the talent level on the field, I believe, is quite equal from team to team to team. Now it comes becomes a matter of uh, of coaching What's, them up and the execution. And what star, if, you, if your star is better than their star? Yeah. And, and and taking advantage of the um, the mismatches and being able to identify and be able to to 
to scheme them up. And, and I think in today's NFL, it's just any given Sunday. And and they've said that forever, but now I think we, we see it more often than not. It's, it's a parody driven league with, it seems now there's more teams in the middle third than there ever was. Like you have only four or five elites and then that's it. There's, there's, there's middle and there's shit. Well, there's shit. Both them play in New York. Um, Let's just go right there, Dave. Why, why is it that the New York football teams, which are based in New Jersey, that's why they're called New York. I have no idea, but why is it that the New York to two New York football teams, other than the Super Bowl wins they had with Eli Manning, why are they perpetually bad? Like the, the Giants catch a heater once every decade and a half or 20 years or whatever it is, but it just seems they're just perpetually bad in New York. It, like when I think of New York, I don't think of them as a football city. Uh, they are; they're huge uh, fans. When you when you go there, they're they're a base, they're mainly a baseball city for sure, and an, a mixed town like we talked about the other night. But it just seems like they're just not good year after year after year. The Jets have been awful for, for a long time. Yeah, like they've made the playoffs once or twice, and that's it. Just. Never going deep. It's so frustrating to be a, a fan of that team. It's I, – I don't know. I think it has a lot to do more than any other sport. I think the culture of winning plays a big part. Um, just what expectations are, just how you're supposed to handle yourself. Because, you know, I, I hate the franchise, but the Steelers, they're always around. The Broncos are – time for that – that uh, needle to, to start ticking up again, but the Broncos are usually competitive. The, um, the, the Patriots have been competitive forever. San Fran and Seattle are always competitive. They're right there. Like you, you like to blame it on, on maybe the weather of New York. They don't get three eights or anything else, but like you said, Pittsburgh got shitty weather. You go to, you go to places like Buffalo there. They, they catch lightning in a bottle once in a while. Denver, yeah, it's nice, but then it can, it can get awfully shitty. So you can't even blame the weather and, and being a fair weather team to, to attract free agents. It just seems like New York just can't get out of their own way with their coaching hires, with their free agencies, with their with their drafting of a running back at number two overall, like the, the Giants did with Sa- Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. You, you just like they just see, can't seem to get out of their own way, and their coaching staff and like th- those are two teams that aren't going anywhere quick. No, anywhere. Ah. Uh, you know, I think Giant, the Giants always have a chance. Like I, that uh, Daniel Jones, I believe is his name. He's not as bad as 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 I think he's a decent quarterback. I really do, but their coaching staff, I, and and I don't understand really what they're doing um, with with that kind of thing. But huh, I don't know. Green Bay, you know. They've had a they they've had an all star quarterback for the last thirty friggin' years, and that like helps. so, and that helps a ton. Not right? just all star, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah, back to back Hall of Fame. Like so, That's, that 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 definitely makes things a lot easier. And lo and behold, the uh, Billy Belichick is, and his New England Patriots are nine or four. They uh, beat. They're about to beat the Buffalo Bills. That Bills team, man. They were christened preseason, even last year, to, to win a whole bunch of championships. Maybe not Super Bowls, but AFCs and, and win divisions and everything else. And all of a sudden, they're not. It just goes to show how good of a coach Belichick is. And the uh, 
this is like I said, the schemes, everything else that they, that they can run out there week after week. He's just smarter than everybody else. Well, you know, and, and it goes to that culture of winning, right? Like uh, Buffalo came out on fire. They're kicking the shit out of everybody in the first half of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, they were and, Super Bowl champions back in September. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. And then, uh, and then same with um, Baltimore. They had a couple tough losses earlier on, but then they were really coming into form. And and it's like Baltimore and, and Buffalo are two teams that have played everybody else back into the, into the division. Like they could have, both those teams could have run away with it after week seven. Yeah. And and now they're losing games they shouldn't. And now, lo and behold, the the Chiefs are starting to catch fire and. Uh, New England's the number one seed in the AFC. Who would have thunk that? Well, not me being in the year. You think like Buffalo's now going to be seven and five, and uh, you got New England at nine and four. That's going to be getting close to that. We're not catching you. You know, you got to win it one more here, one more here, and that's it. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, interesting. Your favorite quarterback of all time, Dave, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he, I know you don't like Roethlisberger. Neither do, no one does. Um, he finally he's going to call it a career after the end of the season. Uh, indiscretions about 10 years ago, whatever, whatever happened there. We don't, I wasn't in the room. We just hear the testimonies, everything else. Um, will he be a hall of fame guy when it's all said and done or will his uh, situation, whatever happened to that bar in whatever city that was, I don't, I don't remember. Um, didn't care back then a whole bunch of, not they didn't care about the girl and everything else, but, um, will he be his, uh, his run in with the law, will that keep him out of the Hall of Fame or will his numbers, everything else, the Super Bowl titles, will it, will it put him in? See, I don't know how good is he's he's had some good years and he's played on some good teams. I would like to see like so his peers, his peers are, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all Peyton Manning, like all all better, all better than him. Um, so I don't, I don't know how history is going to judge him. Um, what's he got two or three, two or three Super Bowls, two for sure. Two. And then quite early, I think he won as a rookie. And then again, a couple it was years right. Later. Yeah. It was early, early, early. Yeah. Like he hasn't been the, 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 the Steelers have, haven't been that relative as far as, uh, contenders in, in a bit now, which is good. Um, they still make the playoffs, and and they have Steeler Nation, one of the best fan bases in football. Oof. They travel. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. The thing is, Dave, and I think you agree with me on this one. You can't put every quarterback who's won a Super Bowl in the Hall of Fame because eventually you just run out of statues. Right. You know. Like, and then, and just because you every year a quarterback has to win because that's how it works. There's a winning was, quarterback on every fucking team. So just because you win a couple doesn't mean you're great. Like Joe Flacco has got one. Yeah. Well, does like who's better, Eli or Big Ben? That's tough. That's tough. Who's question. better, Philip Rivers? There's another Philip Rivers. Rivers. Or... Rivers is a better quarterback. I would play some it's fucking it's shitty teams in, in San terrible Diego. Terrible teams, yeah. Or non-relevant but, teams, I guess. Like just, and they didn't have a running game, or everything else, or the coaches. It's just so just because you win, I, I don't okay. I don't think just because you win multiple Super Bowls, that doesn't make you a great quarterback. I agree with that. It helps. It sure helps. Yeah. It's it's it a tiebreaker. But there's there's teams that win in spite of their quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who not is that? Many. Uh, 
who uh what was his name that won with not, not just Flacco but uh Brad with, Johnson with the Tampa Bay Bucks Tampa yeah I think his name was Brad Johnson yeah but but they had that dominant defense Flacco won with the dominant defense uh no no Flacco didn't win it was the quarterback before Flacco uh was it he's a it uh, he's a Hasselback was it not no uh, I, I'm looking at no. a Trent Dilfer Trent Dilfer Trent Dilfer's not a good quarterback no, he Trent Dilfer couldn't be the quarterback for fucking Alabama right now. <laughs> well, not now because he's obviously not 100 now, years but, old, but you know. But what yeah, I mean. yeah, he's yeah. Uh, old uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback than yeah. than old Trent Dilfer. Like every year, quarterback has to win because that's how football works. But I just think that sometimes quarterbacks get a little too much credit for winning Super Bowls. And just because you win multiple doesn't that's not an automatic uh hall of fame in, uh, induction i don't think i don't think dilfer or uh brad johnson are are expecting the, the invite to uh canton <laughs> yeah yeah they're not they're not booking their trips to ohio yeah yeah that's the one like i don't know if i would ever go to the uh, football hall of fame i it just doesn't i don't know the, the history yeah, of the game just isn't there for just for me personally i don't know I just, I don't know. Of all the sports, it is the newest, right? Like yeah. it's, they've only been playing Super Bowls for 50 years and the college game has always been bigger than NFL. And I, in the college game, even though NFL is the biggest beast, marketing beast and, and the bully on the, as far as the big four goes as, as pushing the needle and generating money, the college game might be so big. big. But it's then again, so big, man. but then there's 300 college teams, right? There's yeah. only 32 pro and five that matter. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, Dave, geez, I was so hoping that Georgia was finally going to slay the dragon and beat oh. and beat Alabama, and it wasn't close. Nick Saban went, "Screw you, watch this," and they they pumped him, pumped him. Well, 44-21 or something like that. Yeah. Like it wasn't and then, even close. And then Michigan come out like you when you were at my place on Saturday. There you were. A little concerned about uh, Michigan beating uh, Iowa. Uh, wasn't close, 42-3 to three or something. That is going to be good football uh, in a couple of weeks when you got uh, Georgia and Michigan playing. I think that's going to – and they they bumped that up to be the late game on New Year's uh, – not New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Doesn't matter when the game is. It doesn't but, matter. Uh, but that's going to be some good, good football. Alabama is going to beat Cincinnati by 50. It'll be like the uh, the Stampeders playing the fucking you LCI, and me. whoever. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, 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 I, they have to put Cincinnati in there. I guess they don't have to, but I'm, I'm glad they did. Uh, I don't know how many competitive wins Cincinnati has, but you know, they're obviously in a, in a subpar uh, conference. But you know, you going undefeated. There's something to be said for that, and and I'm sure they are going to uh, revisit this playoff. So you can include the big boys and also put in some uh, mid market. I think uh, the spread's already thirteen and a half for that game, and it's just yeah, I don't know what you're gonna do. Anyway, it's been an entertaining football season with the college going. It's uh, coming down to an end, which is always sad. Uh, NFL season, like I said, they got three, four games left. Some teams um, can be a sprint to the finish now. Uh, Dave, how much hope do you got for your Denver Broncos to uh, scratch their way into the playoffs? Yeah, there's no chance. 
There is no chance. They they actually have not a, even a maybe, eh? No, I'm not gonna watch. No. Like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, I'm still gonna watch, but you know, it, it, I as far as the Denver Broncos go, I, I think I don't think they're a terrible team. I really don't. I think their weakest part is on the sideline. Their coaching staff fucking sucks. There's no imagination on uh, on the offensive on the play calling, and and I think coaches, if you can get inventive and and scheme up some some calls and take advantage of of the athletes that you're given you can make shit happen but the the broncos and their play calling is so predictable and there's, there's you got playmakers all over the place and and they're not getting them the ball in in creative ways and and teams and defenses are just too freaking good these days to to be average and bridgewater's a pretty pedestrian quarterback yeah, I, I, I kind of like that signing, but you know, I, I I like him between the 20s, but from the 20 in, he can fuck right off. He is so not clutch. God, I hate not clutch. Why, why, why deke five guys and then miss the net? That's what he does, right? I don't know. Hitting the glass. Hitting the glass, missing the dunk. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux and the Vancouver Canucks are up 2-0 on the uh, LA Kings right now, so the coaching change is going to work. They're going to shove it right up our ass. But anyways, Dave, 14-20 podcast, four viewers, we're talking a whole lot more. Dave, I had the chance to watch a little more hockey this weekend than I have in uh, weekends off past. I had, uh, like I said, three games on. One thing that I noticed, and that it, you might agree with me here, I don't know you, how much uh, you watched over the weekend, but with the uh, just earlier on last week, we talked about the uh, the Kachuk uh, Lemieux biting. We talked, and then last yesterday there was a, a situation in Winnipeg where there was two kneeing majors. Uh, Jason Spetz has got a hearing with uh, uh, NHL brass. You have uh, Connor McDavid running a guy from behind last night and, get, and uh, getting a, a game misconduct. And that's just three instances, of, and we can go on and on and on. Dave, I don't want to call it dirty hockey, but it's kind of dirty hockey. I know it's chippy hockey. Has the lack of I'm not I'm not advocating or calling for goons to be out in the game anymore because that was a a part of the game that should be lost should be left in in the background that we grew up watching and and uh, cheering. But do you think that because every team doesn't have a guy? Now you got all these skilled guys are running around doing whatever they want with no repercussions whatsoever. I think, you know what? I'm going to give Connor McDavid a pass because I could only imagine how frustrated that guy gets because it's just one of those things. Every time he's on the ice, you could probably call a penalty on him because yeah. he's so fast. Like, and, it, and like, like, fuck, that's a, that's a penalty. That's a penalty every time. It's a penalty in the first. It's a penalty in the third. Like, just because we're going to score, just because they can't guard me, like, how is that my fault? And and I think the NHL has to do a better job of, of protecting their stars that way and by by punishing teams that uh, that take liberties. As far as the chippiness goes, you know, I think maybe that so many of these kids that are playing the game right now have grown up in a total different generation of hockey. Like how many, 
how many of those American kids that go through the USA hockey system and play college hockey have ever been in a fight? Whereas our generation, yeah. and, and like I'd probably say that up to about 20 years ago, all those kids fought. Nonstop. It, yeah, like the right goal from, scores. Right from, right from Adam right up on through. You as soon as you were lot. allowed to fight, you 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 fought, you fought because yeah. the, you know, and, and it'd be kind of fun. Like it, there was obviously sometimes bad blood carried off the ice, but a lot of times too, you'd be you'd be fighting someone you knew, and and you're okay with it because that's just what you did. It's nothing personal, but it's it's it was, it's it was a huge part of the game. I just find Dave all this tic tacky stuff that it wouldn't be happening if if every once in a while there was a a guy who's a little bit bigger. Uh, with maybe a few a few less pearly whites in his uh, in his mouth, would uh, walk up to the guy and say, "Listen," and step on his on on his lace and say, "Listen, man, you fuck with him, I'm gonna fuck with your guy." Well, I saw that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it, it just seems like the guys are getting away with a lot more crap now because there isn't because every team had two or three guys that could walk up to somebody and say, "I'm not gonna beat him up. I'm gonna beat you up." Because I'm not going to touch, touch your star. So maybe tell your star to keep his fucking stick down. You don't have that anymore. In, in my opinion. Like you don't have those guys anymore. And I think that the game kind of needs policing a little bit. Because you like just this, what, maybe it was a full moon last week or something. I don't know. But it seemed to be like some weird shit going on. Like you just didn't see like the, the Brad Marchand. And this goes back even 10 years. Brad Marchand biting guys and, and kissing guys. And they're like it's, You wouldn't have seen that 20, 30 years ago. You wouldn't have. No. Because someone would have a face full of knuckles, right? Um, and then you do have those players still, like Lucic. I don't know how intimidating he is out there. I, I wouldn't want him to get his. Oh, hands I still on think he, 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 he doesn't mind saying, "Hey, listen, don't fuck around. You won't and be it, around." And I saw that in the Leafs game the other and the day. Rangers and and Simmons was actually looking to yeah. kick some ass there the other day. And yet, and you always have uh, Turbo Tom Wilson. Um, those players are there, but I, I think if you're going to have someone who can, who can play sheriff, that person has to be able to be a good locker room guy and be able to give you a productive minutes. Well, he that's doesn't the have thing to be too, a, Dave. They, they, they have to be able to keep up because the guys are so fast now compared to what it was 40 years ago with Semenko trying to skate around. Mm-hmm. Not that he couldn't play the game a little bit when he's given a chance, but it's just a lot different now as it compared to what it was 30, 40 years ago, where these guys like the Hatcher brothers wouldn't be able to keep up nowadays. There's just oh, no, no, they way. would look ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just no way. And I, I just because these guys have to be so so much more skilled now and fat and be able to do contribute because of the salary cap. You can't be paying some guy two million bucks a year to not play. Right. Every player on that lineup has to play. And it, it's is the game better for it? I don't know. Is the game uh, more entertaining for it? I don't know. But the chipping and the biting, the chippy hawking, the biting, and it, it just seems to be like, Jesus, like, what's going on here? It's not the yeah. game we grew up watching. Exactly. I, and, I, and I totally hear that. Like, this is an NBA, right? Like, this is still a body contact sport, and, and hits have to get made. And, 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 hit, and hit the guy. Just keep your stick. This, what drives me nuts is is these hits from behind close to the boards. It's just 
Someone's going to get killed. Well, that's, that's the thing. And, and all these kids, Dave, now they all grew up with the stop sign on their back. Yes. Right. Because that came in over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The stop sign in the back, that the hitting from behind should never be a thing. McDavid's thing last night, there's been a few throughout the, throughout the season already. I know the season's at 20 some games in. It just seems to be a lot more things happening like that. And, and there's no repercussions for these guys' actions. And if, and if there was a guy giving a tap on, on, the, on the shin pad saying, hey, enough, it, it, might, it might slow that shit down. And, and I find, too, like just the respect for your opponent is is kind of waning and that might be just old man talk again but you know that's there has to be some respect for the game like it, the they're all in this together right like they want to be a united front against the owners and you know it's it's not there's no hate behind team to team anymore and i get it that they can probably have personal grudges from team to team and that kind of thing but at the end of the day if you don't have respect for 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 the damage you can cause to someone's career, it, it's it's a little dangerous. Well, that's the thing, Dave. Is I, I think because yeah, this is old man talking, and just because I don't have any, uh, this is just my own personal thoughts of how how minor sports are and how they go into junior hockey and college hockey and everything else. Because every how do I word this? It's like complete prick. Every kid is so is told from a young age how great they are, who makes it. And every kid is uh, the golden child and they're, and they're the greatest ever. I'm sure it was happening when I was a kid too, but it just seems now that every kid who um, is given the, 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 the golden spoon or the silver spoon, I guess it's called, they, they're all told how great they are. And there's, there's a, there's a lack of respect from player to player. That's my opinion. I, I think that because it's so in, because there's so much money, it's so individualistic from a young age compared to what it was 30 years ago when you are 40 years ago or 50 years ago when you played for your community and you played for everything you you, you helped your your community win win a championship and whatever. These kids are are told from such a young age now that it's all about me, and they and they step on each other. And I think that the respect from player to player. I don't think it's it's anywhere close to what, what it was 20 years ago. That's my opinion. I, I don't know enough to say you're right or wrong, but the the one thing I will uh, will comment on the way you say back in the day was for your community, it was for the for your team, and 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 because there was only one team. Now you're play, playing like for the one team, and and then in on the spring you're playing, playing one team. Then it's on, on Wednesday. Well, or, or just team, depending on what team. time. It, yeah. Then you have your spring team and then you have your summer team. And then also, or maybe the good guys is going to Academy and playing at the edge in Calgary, or he's, he's playing at the Penticton hockey school or and whatever, or yeah. going to Notre Dame, right? Like there, there's just, there's no, the focus of, has been on, on developing talent individually, as opposed to developing um, a team talent. And I think that and a team that mentality have... where you where you will back up a teammate. Yes. And the same thing, right? Yeah. Jordan, and I, uh, yeah. And I don't know. And I don't know. And then also, too, um, these players that that don't mind mixing it up and getting a little bit rough. To be able to make it in the NHL, you know, like as a 14, 15-year-old, if you're not this clearly the best kid on the ice and you're not you don't have a chance right that's how that's how it works you have to be so much better than everybody else yeah. 
And if you're so much better than everybody else and a big kid that doesn't mind fighting and you're going to catch hell from the coach because five minutes in the box, we want you on that ice for that five minutes. So you keep your hands out of the game for game misconduct, whatever else. Yeah. Right. You, you keep your hand, you keep your gloves on. You don't, you don't do that kind of shit anymore. And, and I understand that. And you know, does fighting make it a better game? I'm not going to say a better game. Like it's earlier on in this episode, I, I, I said how Philly might be paying it to the karma gods for the way they, the way they won the, their Stanley Cups because that was absolute garbage. That wasn't yeah. hockey. That was that was intimidating the shit out of the other team and beating the snot out of them. And and that's not hockey. That was a bit made a bit of a mockery of the sport. I think fighting. I still believe fighting does have a place in the game. I do believe that uh, like open ice hits still have a place in the game, but there has to be some respect. You you want to. You want to deliver, deliver a clean, hard check, and if the guy gets hurt, the guy gets hurt. But you don't like, you don't want to hurt a guy being making a dirty play, and 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 I understand the league had to go and make these rules because you know those back in the day, those Scott Stevens hits, I loved them. They like those East West hits. You you came across the middle with the head with your head down, and yeah. you were getting lit up. Those hits don't give me the same joy they they, they do anymore because it's not now it's someone's kid right and it's right. some and it's someone's livelihood and it's somebody's someone's dad that you think of a little, little bit more that uh, you know they're put out of commission and the concussions stuff we know now about concussions and 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 that's why I think that the the way the game's going now with the chippiness I think having a guy per team still that can that doesn't mind dusting up a little bit saying hey fuck around you won't be around uh, I think those are needed on every team still I, I really do. No, yeah, like even uh, someone like they gotta be able to play. Yeah, yeah, gotta be able to play. Yeah, Sheffield and Winnipeg's a good one like that to go along with uh, Wilson and you know like Bergeron. It wasn't he's not really tough. He's more of a pass, right? But you know Same that with, he would uh, Bergeron's the kind of guy would that will punch you in the face if you if if something's going on. I said Bergeron. I meant I meant Marshawn. Marshawn. Yeah. 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 But he'll dust him up too, like if he has to. I mean, there's, I mean, there's yeah. just no fighting anymore, which is fine. I mean, I, I do, like you said, do I do I miss it a little bit? Because a good a good tilt, it's always uh, it's always entertaining. But seeing a guy get punched in the face, it, as long as it's not me, I don't know. Like it just, it's it's a different game than it was 10, 20 years ago, especially fifty years ago. But it's just, um, is it a better game? I think so. Um, do guys take liberties a little bit more than they used to? Absolutely. They do. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, yeah, I agree. And 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 the chippiness that it's just someone's gonna get hurt, right? Like in and the league with their their ridiculous there there seems to be no handbook or guidelines for how they they dole out these suspensions like that well, fighting that, that's one we got the, the he got whole, five games for that like that's yeah, garbage the whole, the whole uh instigator rule that got brought in 15 years ago that slowed things down so now guys are more fights now, now there's a power play i think that hurts because you know because you know there's so much money involved it all comes down to that and it's just it just seems to be they really don't uh if you bite somebody it should be more than five games I agree, because that's you don't make rules for that. You don't have to be told not to bite. 
You get told that when you're three. Exactly. And, you know, and, and don't and bite dad's finger anymore. Okay. Yeah. Because right. there might be a bit of a tap on the ass coming your way. <laughs> there you, know you go. <laughs> there you go. No, it's just, it's, it's just different. It's a, like, like what, what we had going on when we were watching and, and cheering everything else back in the, in the late midnight, mid to late nineties compared to what it is now. And then it was in the seventies to the eighties. It, it's just different. I, I just believe that uh, I don't know if one's better than the other. I just know that the, the course they're going on now, <clears throat> there's a lot of little pricks running around doing something that, that they wouldn't be doing 20 years ago. And, you know, and that's one of those things that I remember the, the equipment, they're walking around in armor these days too, right? Like, yeah. cause back in the day you had the, the, the little, little bit of plastic and just like that felt and that's yeah. it with some elbow pads, everything else. But now you can, you can take a slash, you can take a whack and it's, it's, it doesn't hurt. Maybe, well, player safety, you're not going to be able to, give them shittier equipment because it's going to hurt more. So I don't know the answer because it, it, it's technology helping the game and making it faster and making the players better and stronger and fast. Well, I guess not stronger, but like the diet, like so many different factors have come into play. They're to make so fast. Though. Like McDavid playing last night was because of his speed. That, that's, yeah. that was my opinion. Was it a dirty hit? Yeah, it wasn't clean, but that was mainly a result of how fast the guy goes. Right. That's my, from what I saw, you know, which is a factor <clears throat> of different things. Like, um, like if he was, if, if, if he was in the Oilers, uh, the dynasty with Messier and, and, and Curry and stuff, and he's eating McDonald's after games and, and going out for beers and having pizza and like, Hey, it's Wednesday, it's Chinese food. And, uh, yeah. after practice, he would have a Chinese food buffet. Or something They're like going that. across the forum for the strippers and drinking beers right. and stuff. Right. Like McDavid, way different. He has lean, clean burning fuel. He knows exactly how much to eat, when to eat it, uh, with his protein drink, yeah. with the exact proper workout, with equipment that gives him twice as much protection and is half the weight of those guys. And you wonder how it, many you wonder twist, how many beers right? a, a a week or a season these guys act these guys have. Like I bet you it's next to nothing. I don't know. I would imagine on the off days, they, I, I don't know how much they get into work, but I imagine they don't mind. But they're Vodka like even, Red Bull guys now, right? Like, it, I think, I don't even know why. I don't have a clue. I honestly don't have a clue. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but I, I do know that an athlete takes care of his body a lot more than they did back in the day the training is so much more specific well, and i just i just know kids i work like i that work for me <clears> now, <throat> um compared to what i was 20 some years ago they kids don't drink like 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 we used to or still do but like they're they smoke pot and they they don't drink beer much like they, they just don't it's just a different mindset for the 24 25 year old kid now in comparison to what what was part of the culture 20 some years ago Dave. it's just well, fact. well i think it, it, like too i noticed it just because in lethbridge like there's no nightclubs anymore like and then and then uh there's sport there's sports bars and that's it there's no nightclubs to, there's yeah. no ezzies anymore they had they, and even uh covid killed jurassic park here in lethbridge i drove by there today and smiled a little bit not that not that it was closed but just some old memories from old uh time zones or it was called what was the um, second year of it? 
It was time zones. Jurassic I think it's Park. Still, well, no, it was never called Jurassic Park. No, we just called what, Jurassic Park. That's what now, we now it. we would be the Jurassic of Jurassic Park. Uh, oh yeah. What was it called? Time zones. That was something it, else. Laughing. When that building first got built, it was Don it Cherry's. Was, it was Don Cherry's. Yeah. yeah. What, 92, 93 ish? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I on Father's Day, my brother and I took my dad there to watch uh, a WWF pay per view, and it was a lot of fun. It Actually, was, whatever uh, year Gretzky, Gretzky scored 802, that was the year because me. Hooser and uh, Dave Cook, I think we went there from Fort we, we went from Fort McLeod to Don Cherry. So it must have been 93. Doesn't matter. Anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast. Coming right back at you with uh, one of my favorite, one of the easiest segments we got. Who is better? 1420 Sports Podcast. Four mirror sports talk and a whole lot more. Be sure to uh, talk to you about the show. Uh, me and Dave, we were patting ourselves in the back a little bit on uh, Saturday afternoon. Um, but the shows are getting better. We found our groove a little bit quite a while ago, but uh, show 148 is one of my favorite. The one we did a Thursday night talking, God knows what we're talking about, but it was uh, also a really good show. I listened to that one, Dave. Um, make sure you guys talk to people on the show because we really appreciate everybody listening. Uh, just help us spread the word out there a little bit. Uh, we've been doing this for over a year and a half now, so uh, we're getting... We're getting kind of good at our day. A year and three months. Three months, yeah. I'm not going to say we're good. I'm going to say we better than, but we are, we're better than what we were. Okay. And yes, our arms did get a little bit sore patting each other on the back. I'm not gonna <laughs> well, I'm very flexible when it comes to that. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Anyways, <laughs> make sure you talk to people about the show. We really appreciate, appreciate all the support we get. Uh, Dave, simple thing we brought up uh, a while ago. It's one of my easiest uh, things to come up with. One of my favorite segments because uh, we can disagree instantly whether I, I believe myself or not. Uh, who is better? Two names. You tell me who's better. Uh, where do we start here? Michael Phelps or Canadian crooner and his time of year, Michael Buble? Oh, Michael Phelps all day. Uh, Michael Buble can sing. He does have some golden pipes. But he, he appears pretty smarmy to me. I think he is a little too smarmy for my, my liking. Um, You're if you a bit smarmy. I am a bit smarmy, but that doesn't so, mean I have so to like smarm. Birds of a feather can't flock together, I guess. Oh, no. Well, he, well, he has so much more... Uh, panache? Well, he can sing way better. I don't know what me. panache even means to us. But... But, uh, he doesn't really have panache. He has flair i've heard he's a bit of a uh a cad as well yeah um so i like in michael phelps athletic achievement at the highest level over the course of 20 years i'll take michael phelps all day did he because he lost a that he didn't lose gold medals if something happened there because he got tested caught with marijuana the, or something he, no he got caught with a pitcher like someone took a picture of him smoking a bong so after the, a, after the fact so whoever put that, yeah. So whoever put that 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 bong picture—that's a nozzle. People who do that. Oh yeah, like I would, I would, if I was Michael Phelps, like he got suspended from USA Swimming. It was between Olympics. It didn't. It maybe cost him a sponsorship or two, but then he came back and won 
six more gold medals. Who was that NFL player the, the night of the draft that they somebody who didn't oh. like him with <laughs> the gas mask on? Smoking dope through that thing. What was his I, name? I 100 oh. forget. I have no idea, but like, I do that because that, that guy went from supposed to go second overall to about 11th or 12, probably cost him about eight million bucks in, in draft status. Yeah, I Ooh. gotta guess Michael Phelps. Um, that that whatever eight month ban from USA Swimming, he didn't really it hurt his pocketbook, but it didn't affect the overall picture. And then if I was Michael Phelps, I would. For the rest of my life, I would say, like, this guy, like, it would be in my Twitter bio. 11, 20, 20 Olympic medals, and this guy posted that picture of me on no, the bone. Of all the things I've done in my life, I smoke some dope. Who cares? It's yeah. legal in 28 states or whatever the number is. I don't even and it's not a performance enhancer, so fuck your hat. Who was that Ross Regliati? Remember him? The performance mm-hmm. dancer, smokes and dope, knew it. Yeah. That was the uh, 98 Olympics, Canadian, right? Yeah, Canadian snowboarder. And he got his Olympic medal back because he was able to prove that it was possibly from secondhand pot smoke. Dude, I'm high, man. Whatever. I'm not, I'm, I'm, and I'm a snowboarder. Yeah, and he talked like goes a hand in hand. Well, yeah, he, you've what been around him. He seemed like a good guy. He did seem like a pretty yeah. decent guy. He got, on, he, he got on Leno and, and, and stuff Late like that. Night. He was, yeah. 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 Got another one here for you, Dave. Uh, Guy Lafleur or Guy Fieri? Who is better? <laughs> um, I do watch the occasional uh, drive-in diners and dash. Mike, us, Mike. Guy Fieri is a little bit much for me. He his on-screen persona kind of grades me a little bit. Yeah. But then I do understand that he is uh that's his shtick and he has to do it, I guess, right? Right. It's, and he does a lot of good work for charity and and he's a he's a really good guy when he's not on the when he's not on the uh on the TV screen. But he doesn't have five Stanley Cup rings or a scoring title. So I'll take the smoking on the bench between breaks. Oh, Guy didn't smoking. He would take a dark. Lemieux was the same way. Hey, smoking whenever. Like the the stories of the XHL players back in the early mid mid eighties, seventies, how they would smoke. It didn't matter what they, they would, would smoke, smoke between periods in the yeah, lot. They, they just whatever. They they find the no smoking sign, smoke in front of those, and yeah, it was they would smoke. They don't. They didn't give a shit. Uh, yeah, Lafleur. I go with Lafleur over Fieri for sure. Uh, here's another one for you, Dave. Claude Lemieux, uh, pest and father of uh, what I don't know his son's name. Who cares? The, the biter Lemieux or Claude Van Dam? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Claude uh, Van Damme. No, I saw Bloodsport. He was yeah, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Right? That's yeah. the only one I've seen. Yeah. I think there was another one. Ah, uh, this one's brutal. Like, because uh, like Claude Van Damme made a he's a nozzle, know, he's a nozzle, and that's when you know those good Arnie movies were around, and Steve, the good Steven Seagal movies were around, and the Rambo movies, Rambo's, yeah. Like, so he was Seagal such, was pretty not Seagal, or Van Damme was pretty fifth rate, I guess, at that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was the, the low man on the on the action fighting uh movies back in the day, so. And Lemieux has three cups with three different teams, which oh, at is at least, yeah. 
yeah, like with the Habs, with the Avalanche and the Devils. The Devils? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. That's that's impressive, and I get it. He was a he wasn't pesty. He was a fucking prick. I'll take the fucking prick with three rings. There you go. Uh, mentioned his name by accident to uh, 25 seconds ago, Dave. Steven Seagal or Steven Stamkos? Steven Seagal back in the day put out killer, killer movies. I loved them up until Under Siege. And then he so, goes fat and gross and tanned and just and just weird and, yeah. and buddies with Putin and, and things and yeah but, and he, but he was also like uh rolling with uh what's his name in the MMA and UFC Wanderlei not Wanderlei Silva Anderson Silva one of the best fighters one of my favorite fighters ever and and, and I don't I've never figured that out whereas Steve Stamkos, hell of a player. Two cups now. Uh, uh. But it's a team I don't like. Stamkos got shitty luck in the, in the Olympics by getting hurt. Injured. He seems pretty injury prone. I mean, he didn't play yeah. much last year in the playoffs. But I liked at his peak, I liked Steven Seagal a lot better. But now, December uh, 6, 2021, I'm going to take Steve Stamkos. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably be a Stamkos guy myself. A um, couple of Boston guys, Dave. You, you got, uh, we talked about him the other night, a legend that he was, and a, a legend in making. Bill Belichick or Bill Russell? Bill Russell. Bill Russell. 11 uh, championships. Uh, uh, the One of the best MVPs of all time. Um, just a stalwart, really stand-up guy. Not that Bill Belichick isn't, but uh, Belichick, uh, sorry, uh, Bill Russell made his bones on the court and then even afterwards as a coach. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take uh, Bill Russell for his comment. Com- contributions on the field yeah i got you uh here's a, a different one uh, probably two guys you haven't thought about in at least 30 years dave captain lou albano or la bomba star lou diamond phillips <laughs> see captain lou albano the only thing i know about that guy is his brief dalliance with uh wwf and his appearance in uh cindy lopper yeah that's it. I don't know who that dude is. Well, he was a Luke, wrestling manager. That was it. Like, I, I, that was it. The fact that I we we know his name is a real testament to the the power of WWF back in the day. It was huge, man. Luke Diamond think, Phillips. LeBob uh, was a great movie. So was Young Guns. Oh, I forgot he was in that. And like he did some other work too, but like Young Guns yeah. and La Bamba. Uh, Young Guns, Young Guns one and two were both super movies. I really enjoyed both those movies. He's still so, alive, isn't he? I got to assume. I, I, I haven't, I haven't checked, but he wouldn't I'm be much older than you and I. What are you, ten years maybe? 
Uh, he would be closer to 60 than 50, I'm guessing. Yeah, 10 years. 10, 10 years older yeah. than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm Lou Diamond Phillips all the way on this on his, on his Young Guns work. La Bamba's a really good movie. Yeah, it's okay. I, I quite like that. I'm uh, not big on biopics. Multiple uh, championships for both of these guys. Uh, Scotty Pippen or Scott Niedermeyer. Scotty Pippen made the news. He wrote a book and he's uh, his disdain for Michael Jordan is quite um, prevalent in his, uh, not his words, but somebody else wrote the book and he'll sell books. To, if, you, if you write some controversy, he'll sell more books, obviously. But who do you got, Scotty Pippen or Scotty Niedermeyer? This isn't even close. It's Niedermeyer all really? day. With, yeah, I, uh, no, I, I'm with the Niedermeyer. It's fantastic. Pippen can, Pippen's a knob. Total Pippen knob. A hell of a player. Without a doubt. I hate, I remember watching this game. I don't know if I watched the game. It was when I did watch some NBA basketball. Uh, I don't even know if it was in the playoffs. But that was when Michael Jordan had, was taking his baseball sabbatical. Um, Phil Jackson wrote up a play for Tony Kukoc to take the last shot of the game and Tony and uh, and Pippen said that no, I'm not going out there. Like from the huddle, like he was not, if, if I'm not the guy, then I'm not playing. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not even going on the field, on the court. And from that that day on, that guy can fuck off. You know, and and he he, he has the nickname. I know his nickname, No Tippin Pippen. You know, and well, I didn't know just, that. Oh, that's his nickname, No Tippin' Pippin. Apparently, he's a relentless cheapskate. So, and, and Niedermeyer could do no wrong in, in in Hockey Canada's eyes. And our like, he just he's a he's a legend. That guy, man. I like, yeah, the, the smoothest skater. Won every, won everything he could possibly win. Like, yeah, there isn't one trophy he didn't win. Yeah, Memorial and, Cups, and- World Juniors, Olympic gold medals, World Championships, Stanley Cups, the whole everything. As a 5'10", 185-pound defenseman. Oh, he could skate, though, eh? Oh, he oh, was good. Just, it, it was, He'd be it out was there beautiful for, for 15, 16 minutes a period. Whatever. He, he, yeah, like he could skate backwards as fast as he could forwards, oh, and you wouldn't know good. when he even moved his edge. Like, his edge work was, was spectacular. No, he was uh, he was something else. And people should, uh, if, you, if you haven't seen Scotty uh, Niedermeyer play hockey, they should really take a, take a look at some old videos. Man, that guy was good. One of the oh, best he was ever. Good. Yeah. Just so good and effortless. Yeah. And, and calm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, just a calm, calm guy. Always just in calm. the right spot. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, it, it was a pleasure to watch that man play hockey. Pippin's that much of a dick, eh? In these eyes. I was going to read that book, but then I thought, well, I'm not going to spend that much time on Scotty Pippin. Because um, I, I just oh. like, why would and you, like, what what good like well, well let's, let's compare it to the Carlos Correa Jeter comments. What good does it do you, Scotty Pippen, to badmouth Michael Jordan? To like, sell what, books what good that people want to see. Like, but how does that? How, like, I'm not going to pay money to buy your book to hear what you got to say against the guy. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan, we wouldn't even know your goddamn. Wouldn't know your name. No. And then and then with Jordan's last dance from last summer, even two summers ago now, Jesus, fuck, time flies. But without. That you're like Jesus Pippen, shut your yap. We know now we what we saw on the last dance just reiterates what we already knew about Jordan, how great he was. Mm-hmm. And for you to come out a year later and try to to 
downplay the greatness of Jordan? Like, fuck, dude, come on. You know, and if you were as clutch as you thought you were, then Phil Jackson would have wrote that play up for you. For you. And, you know what? And then he didn't take the court, and Kukoc hit the game-winning shot, too, which there was just po- poetic justice. Like, so It all go, worked out. Go and sulk. Go pound sand, as they say. Anyways, go Dave, pound sand. Fun show tonight. We'll talk again on a Thursday night. Um, geez, what do you got? It's Christmas time, man. You're going to be busy. Oh, totally. Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is going to be 60 years old in February of 2022. Jesus. You're getting old, Dave. Oh, Jesus. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be 52 before he's 60. Oh, Jesus. Coming up less than a month. Less than a things. month. As oh, long as, as long as you as as wake up every day, Dave, we're getting older. Yeah, no but look at what. that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at our Zoom full call. Full head of hair. Full, full head, head of hair. hair. I might go get another Pfizer shot to grow some more hair. Why not? It's not going to make you balder. Needs to be working a little bit, anyways. Fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourselves. We need you around. Dave, keep your or keep your keep your stick on the ice. And what else, my friend? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. Stay dry in uh, the lower mainland. I got a little snow there yesterday, I guess. And cheer for Bruce Brudro. Brucey Boots. Anyways, we'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.